Folks, welcome to Cover Abandon. This is the podcast about cover slash tribute bands. I'm Nathan P. Woodard. And I'm Andrew James Estes. And with us, special guests, the She Steve Boys. <laughs> they are the coming home. They're coming home. Oh, they're coming home. We have the Sheasty Boys. A female-fronted Beastie Boys tribute band from Sacramento, California. Funny story about that song. We usually, when we play, we we force our guitar player to introduce us by play, by singing that song. <laughs> it's and one I, of my favorites. I think about it all the time. But I think he, he hates it. it. He, he really doesn't like it. And he so likes- he's not doing it at our upcoming show. <laughs> oh. He's good at it, though. It's because uh, his logic is that John Waters is going to be introducing us. I think that's his so, excuse. I think, yeah. that's, I think he just doesn't like to do it because it's like embarrassing and weird <laughs> and awkward. But he's also, you know, he's, yeah, he's, he's like a showman. Yeah, he's a strange man. So I think he's, <laughs> yeah. he just doesn't want to do it. I think playing Ted Nugent to John Waters is about the most camp thing you can do. <laughs> I agree. That's a good point. Okay, so wait. Before we get into this, everyone introduce yourselves. Oh, wait. Uh... So, uh, who you are and, <laughs> and who you are in relation to the Beastie Boys vis a vis the Sheastie Boys. I'll unless you first. unless you want to be under anonymity. <laughs> uh, well, I I know Nathan. I'm Serene. We've, uh, I think, I think you uh, slept on my couch once and then puked in my friend's yard once. I and, did. Uh, I slept on your couch and I puked in Steve Pappas's <laughs> garden. Hey, and then Steve yeah. Rosen drove by in a van and said, what are you doing? And I was neti potting my nose with a bottled water and I said, go away, I'm making sick. Yes. <laughs> and that was my time in Sacramento. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and I uh, I am FemCA. I'm Sonia, and I do uh, Ad-Rock's parts. Ad-Rock, the Queen Ad-Rock, they call me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm Malena, and I'm Mike D, or Mike She. I mean. Oh, this is fun! You you have <laughs> Fem CA Queen yeah. at Rock and Mike She. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> clever, and no? It is honestly. This is way not better that, than not that we're like trying to push the pronouns or the gender bias or anything. I know that's you know we kind of go back and forth with it during all yeah the time. yeah yeah. I get called he all the time, so it's yeah. like we're very progressive. I just want everybody <laughs> to be aware. It's it's not it's not like that. And and you guys also which we'll just do plugs right up at the top. You guys are doing an event this weekend. Is it Friday or Saturday? It's on Saturday. It's a weekend event called Halloween Meltdown. Uh, and it's in Mosswood Park in Oakland, and uh, we're playing Saturday. Um, yeah, and it is uh, 
playing. Yeah, like OCs are playing and the mummies are playing the day after and the whole thing is hosted by John Waters. John Waters, incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like we, you know, didn't play for two years because COVID stuff. And uh, we actually, our, our last show got canceled because it was like March of 20. 19 or whatever yeah right. exactly. we were supposed to play with uh gacy dc yeah Ooh. and it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah Ooh. i know it was so sad and then that show got canceled and then uh yeah we got asked to do this one with total trash fest i have a question if if we were for a band for four years does it count if two of those years were like I mean, the pandemic for a year and a half, you know, like, have we so been has it really technically only been two years? <laughs> I don't kind know. Of. Is that like married people or like they take the pandemic off? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I'll say that I got married the day before the lockdown started. What? So yeah, that definitely still counts. <laughs> it might anything, count you might get time double. and a half for that yeah i think so that's double time yeah <laughs> we just so like our our pandemic time was just taking pictures of our like lunch while we were in lockdown at home and like sending it to each other like on a she's oh yeah thread yeah <laughs> instead of band yeah. practice that's what we did yeah we're really good sandwiches yeah i remember that that was great pretty good stuff yeah the sandwiches all right well just just for the sake of killing time what's everyone's favorite sandwich we'll go around oh that's hard oh wow but i always go with a blt that's my go-to he's uh... like that's hard i'll answer immediately <laughs> <laughs> well there's so many You're good sandwiches gonna... but that's my go-to oh all right i don't know if it's Ad my fave add rock with a blt mm -hmm. I'll, I'll say a reuben yeah <sighs> Huh. Ah, I stole it from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't have a favorite sandwich anymore. I'm like, I. Uh, Did I, you need to have one? Yeah, I had what a happened? very. I, <laughs> I became a vegan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that makes well, sense. Yeah, I stopped eating meat, and so it's like, man, I'm just like envisioning this pastrami sandwich that I used to. <sighs> used to lick on but now it's uh i don't i there's no there's no vegan sandwiches that i'm aware of that will look will a candle to mm. uh pastrami mm. on dutch crunch with havarti mm. yeah that's yeah that's rough yeah it's like uh have you guys ever had a stewed carrot before yeah 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 Actually. i think so mm -hmm. did you did you enjoy it yeah. Well, it was part of a stew, so yeah, part of, like, yeah. part of the beef stew. You mean like yeah. the beef was the good part, but the carrots are good too. It's not sucking down stewed carrots. <laughs> well, I I would say if you're going for a vegan sandwich, I would do I would I would fry some plantains and put them in cookie butter. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my vegan sandwich. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I feel like I've become one of those people that is just like, yeah, I don't eat meat. I just eat French fries. Oh and yeah. It's it's like I you run out of, but it's it's cool because I'm also like uh, Steve Jobs and that you know he he just wore that turtleneck every day. <laughs> So he and could refused allocate. to see a doctor. <laughs> so he could allocate, well, yeah. So he could allocate all that brain power to not thinking about his wardrobe. I'm just that one? Think- I'm just thinking about French fries. Oh, isn't that <laughs> what that Lady Elizabeth's whatever the Theranos gal did as well? Oh, yeah, that's I mean, right. is that- I didn't know that Steve Jobs did that. She, she just wore know. that turtleneck every day so she could think about <laughs> lying about her blood <laughs> yeah. machine. Yeah. <laughs> She had a lot of stuff to think about, and just, the yeah. turtleneck just like covered it all up. How wide she kept her eyes all the time. <laughs> now, let's let's talk let's talk tribute and cover bands. We've been we've been jawing here for a minute. Um, <laughs> I I will say that uh, I personally used to live in the nation of Canada. And over there, we would get a lot of tribute bands because actual bands would say no thanks to Canada. <laughs> really? Why? Wow. I think because of uh, tariff laws about bringing your T-shirt, like your merch, across the border. Uh-oh. But uh, I did, when I lived in Canada, this would have been the early 2000s, I would hear on the radio all the time ads for tribute bands because they would just get these. There was like a huge cottage industry of it. And I did once hear an ad for a band called Hire, the ultimate Creed experience. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this would have been 2002, 2003, which... I don't know if you're familiar with the band Creed. They were still touring. In that time. Oh, interesting. So this, I guess... yeah, this Creed tribute band called Hire was billing themselves as the ultimate Creed experience at a time when Creed was still touring. Dang. Scott Stapp. That's that's why Scott Stapp, you know, like went the way that he did. Like, like, like insane. Like. Well, that's the his that's tribute band. Yeah, was delivering the ultimate experience of his band. It would drive anyone to drink. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote that the song for the are... Marlins, the Marlins uh, baseball team theme song. Marlins will soar. <laughs> Not familiar. <laughs> no. Yeah, he wrote, he wrote a song for the Florida Marlins called "The Marlins Will Soar," which is not something that a Marlin does. Do you think you write the song Marlins Will Soar? Or do you think you ask about 20 other baseball teams if they want a theme song and then the Florida Marlins say yes? I believe that that is. Yeah, I think that he had written the song and then just adapted it for the Marlins. But he really wanted like Cardinals or Blue Jays or (laughs) Angels or. And our prayers go out to Scott. We're we're not here to bash him. No. He was in that documentary, um, Woodstock '99. Yeah, the Woodstock documentary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he looked exactly the same. Yeah, he did. His hair was the same. Like it was just like, wow, Scott, 
motherfucking step. There he is. Can't say the same for the other other bands though. They uh did not look the same. I saw a picture but. of uh Fred Durst. I saw that recently. Oh, yeah. With his, oh, I saw that as well. With his white hair. Oh, it looks like Colonel Sanders He's from got... uh, KFC. <laughs> he looks like Colonel Sanders, but if Colonel Sanders was the secretary of the detective agency in 1968, <laughs> he's got those big, you know, big, like, tinted glasses. Oh, yeah. I actually, I tried to re-listen to Limp Biscuit. I think it was last week while I was working, and uh, went through multiple albums, ended up listening to like zebra head i was like trying to relive like 13 year old me and like listening to limp biscuit was it was enlightening to to say the least because it was like these were my formative years of getting like culturally you know accustomed to to what what it is to be like an american youth or whatever and it's just like that man sounds so strange and and he's like yeah they like break and shit you know so like <laughs> it like did you I know, did yeah. not to get into it i was realized. i was well this is the thing i realized as as a kid that i didn't actually care for it i just bought that i bought one seat the one that had the cover of faith on it uh-huh. and uh it's the george michael michaels michael george mike michaels I can never remember if there's a singular. <laughs> I also say Steven Tyler's sometimes. But... I, call, <laughs> but I call it Walmart's. <laughs> Go to Walmart's. Um, but yeah, I, I realized that I actually just like George Michael's songs and uh, just switched over to listening to, to that instead of Limp Biscuit. So... That was a it's, it's weird. I find that like experience. anything that I loved when I was like 13, 14, I think for a long time, I was like a little bit embarrassed by it. But now I've like gotten to the point where I can he- listen to it now and be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not embarrassed anymore. <laughs> There's a lot. Ah. Of shit Actually, the Beastie Boys are kind of one of those things. I think for a long time I was like, oh, they're whack or whatever. It's kind of lame. But now that I have to listen to them all the time, I look good. I will. Sonia, you're the one who like was the biggest Beastie Boys. Like, weren't was you the huge one fan? Yeah. So she yeah. called it because we initially started playing because there was like a, a there's a thing in Sacramento called the Halloween Show that's held like every March, and uh, people just like put together cover bands, or I guess technically tribute bands, for mm-hmm. you know things based on a theme, and the theme was trios right yeah yeah it was trios. And, then, and then you called it no or... melina called it right oh. i mean i think i think yeah, melina I was it. like yeah she was like do you want to do the beastie boys with me and i was like all right like that's gonna be really hard and weird and lame but what, okay. what was your dream i knew it was <laughs> i thought it was gonna be super embarrassing but it actually <laughs> wasn't <laughs> four years later i know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of crazy how it kept on going because, you know, we expect it to stop just like it does every year. And then I got a text one day, like maybe a couple months later after that show. And uh, it was from somebody who like owns a bar in town was like, hey, we're doing a block party. I got your number from somebody who got your number from somebody, whatever. Like, do you want to do this thing? And so I reached out to everyone who 
who was in the band I was like I, I don't know I was like do you guys want to try and play another show and they offered us you know some money to do it and I was like okay and then from that show we got offered another show like in Reno and I was like god are we gonna do this and then we got offered a show in Oakland I was like are we a tribute band now I guess, <laughs> I was like, I guess we're like now and like oh this is a thing yeah the so. thing about the thing about tribute bands I think now is that like we are enticed to regional locales with small sums of money and it's just right. like it just keeps going that way like <laughs> if you put like a couple hundred dollars on the end of a stick we're like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can do it no, I I in college like you guys were saying uh we put together a George Harrison tribute band, <laughs> but the only song we could play was I Got My Mind Set On You, <laughs> and, we, and we played it for approximately 12 minutes in, until <laughs> someone kicked us off the stage and unplugged the mics. <laughs> That's a fitting tribute. You once suggested to me, Nathan, that we should form a tribute band to Billy Joel, but only play We Didn't Start the Fire, but change uh, the lyrics oh, yeah. for every month. Oh. Yeah, just a we, did, we Didn't Start the Fire tribute band, but you do current events every week differently. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. That That's is good. interesting. It's so when I was a work. kid, we changed the lyrics to that song in my family, although I'm not sure if this is a thing that every family did or if it was just my family. No, um, we did it but, too. Uh, okay. So, well, okay. So ours was, I didn't fart, you liar. <laughs> if I had some gas, you know it's got to pass. So don't accuse me, please, because I didn't cut the cheese. <laughs> was that one of them? <laughs> So that's me and my brothers and my sister all saying that one to my parents' annoyance all the time. <laughs> wow. Excellent. Yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> now, I also, I have in my notes here about uh, tribute bands that I, I feel that I should bring up the fact that I did go to elementary school with the world's youngest Elvis impersonator. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> How old were they? I mean, at the time, like five, like it was, <laughs> it started in kindergarten. Oh I don't, I don't know if I should say his name <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. Wait, is he like professionally? Is he still doing yeah. it? No, he became like, he's like a, uh, I think he's actually retired now. Like he's my age. <laughs> well, he wow. got started so young. <laughs> yeah. But every single, every single show and tell, he would, he would come in with his white mm. sequin jumpsuit. But at that, doing his, hello, thank you very much. <laughs> it was very funny. Uh. Now, let me ask you all, have you <laughs> run into any other tribute bands? Like, have you ever been like showed up for a gig and they're like, oh, it's all it's all tributes. <laughs> I'm just like imagining some like West Side Story style, like street <laughs> confrontation. Oh, that's where... horrifying. There could be another another female. I know for a fact there is. 
because I was I was trying to research <laughs> tribute bands and there is a Chicago based female Beastie Boys tribute I, band. Oh, Did you know about them? I think She's I saw like, a video of them, yeah. Uh the video I saw of them, one of their mics was not on and it was on like ah. a morning talk show and it was Yeah, it was that's what I saw too. Very, I very that's sad. what I saw. Yeah. Wait, what what was sad about it? Just that, that, I mean, well, it's a morning talk show, so they all suck, but then especially, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if you guys have ever been asked onto a morning talk show, but it's a nightmare. You have to sit in a green room where they have a picture of the water skiing squirrel on the wall. <laughs> Never had the pleasure. Yeah. I mean, it sounds enticing, honestly, but I mean, we have played shows with other like we played like a, a few Halloween shows. This right now is our Christmas or something because it's like there's just shows popping off. People just want to call us up, and uh, we've done we've we've played with like three different misfits. I think were they Wait, three different? Oh yeah, right? yeah, you're right. Yeah, Wait, yeah. Like actual misfits or three different misfits <laughs> cover bands. <laughs> three different bands. Three it's, different such a, it's such a popular one to do for Halloween, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, I was just yeah. imagining that, like, it was just some cover band that had Jerry only in it. <laughs> <laughs> the weird thing about the show that we're playing Saturday is that we're the only cover band. <laughs> yeah, I think there's going to be all tributes, but it's going to be yeah, like, you know, for playing yeah. the show, it's because there's did, it's yeah. sort of yeah. It feels a little strange. I'm like, I hope they like us. I don't know. There's real bands playing and then there's us, you know? Like, yeah, and we have, like, surprisingly good billing and placement, you know? It's like, we're, like, yeah. late into the evening. We're basically was, right before the headliner. And yeah. it's just like, we're we're not a real band. <laughs> I, did, I did see, yeah, I saw the poster. I was like, wait a minute. Are the Sheasty Boys? It Like, the poster is like, OCs, Sheasty Boys, hosted by John Waters. And I was like, that's, that's. We were just as shocked as you were. <laughs> yeah, but we were also going to play Burger Boogaloo like two years ago. And that was also like a real music festival in Oakland. And we were supposed to like play on the same day that like bikini kill was supposed to be playing or something like that or like bikini kill was supposed to be like in the area which got sonia very excited because... <laughs> oh yeah well we got to play with them in july right well yeah i mean it's the same the same production company that puts on this halloween show and he was like you guys can still are still like invited to play for that if it happens next year so Nice. But yeah, I got really excited for Bikini Kill because I was like, you guys know what this means, right? <laughs> Kathleen Hannah sees us. She's married to Ad-Rock. <laughs> so I got like really stoked. <laughs> or like he might be there because obviously he Yeah, or he might be there. Oh, just be in the front row for all her shows. Yeah. And then he definitely comes see us. I would die. <laughs> it, it'd be like a doppelganger situation. You'd have to, uh, you'd have to kill him. <laughs> Or, or you would die. <laughs> I'm seeing three ad rocks. <laughs> <laughs> oi, oi, oi. 
Well, I will say as someone who has been in a band that was not a tribute band, that when you play with a band that you really look up to, even if you aren't a joke band, it, it still feels like you shouldn't be there. Like I, I have been in that situation and been like, Oh no, what, what are we doing here? I, I don't really know how to play the drums. This was supposed to be a joke. <laughs> I thought I was doing a goof by playing the drums really bad and calling it noise rock. But it turns out people thought it was avant-garde. <laughs> like, we love your art. <laughs> I wish I could find, there used to be a video of us playing a show where I had, the show started an hour and a half late and I had been drinking the entire time waiting for the show to start. And so I was drunk as I was playing and then someone got arrested on the street corner right outside the bar. So behind me is a guy being handcuffed and dragged away by the police. And I'm just looking over, my, I'm trying to play, but I'm just looking over my shoulder watching this guy get beat up by the cops. Oh God. <laughs> classic i feel like that's the one thing that uh you can't do as the beastie boys is like get too crunk or you know there's so much jumping involved and <sighs> yeah a lot of lyrics we pretty much are jumping so lyrics. yeah 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 we've tried drinking and it just <laughs> doesn't work oh yeah we've had some issues yeah like we had some malfunctions like i think they're Maybe that was the reason that your brain broke that one time, Sonia, at the house party. Yeah, I think I <laughs> really, really fast and I got really wasted and it was bad news, man. <laughs> I was just mumbling the words, but trying to make it sound like I was not mumbling. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's thing about, yeah, we came out for Intergalactic and it was, uh, it was, it was, it was pretty incredible. It was just like a dribbling <laughs> a basketball of sound coming out of Sonia. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> you should you should try and get those like cans of water that say beer on them or <clears throat> like I know that uh like I've had friends who worked on the warp tour and you can and you can get canned water that says monster energy drink on it. Oh, gross. Because Monster Energy <laughs> wants all the bands to be drinking Monster Energy. Oh, so wow. they just put water in the cans, and you could just grab a can that it has, like, a white band that says water. That's so, a great idea. Yeah. I tried to buy, I don't know, some people say, I say cozies, but maybe it's koozies. Whatever. Those things um, that you put around cans of beer, cold beverages. And um, I tried to get ones that, like, had Budweiser printing on it. Just so we can put it over like whatever we're drinking. Like a LaCroix um, or something. Make it look right. like we're drinking Budweiser. I searched all <laughs> over and I could not find them. So, but yeah, yeah I didn't know the water thing. Anybody wants to donate us some like tall boy cozies so that we could have our, uh, I don't know, like some yerba mate or something. <laughs> <laughs> our ginger soother. Yeah. yeah, our ginger soother. Because, you know, beach plum LaCroix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's our fruity stage beverages that keep us safe. <laughs> but we have like beers on stage that we take with us so that we can, oh, yeah. you know, specifically like 
reenact fight for your right the video where they're just like smashing people in the head with cans of beer and like spitting Spraying on people all over the crowd yeah yeah well, we've gotten in so, trouble for that before so i don't know uh, but i mean i think we're fully allowed to like spit on people this show so it's yeah, i like feel like it's been us. yeah they're basically encouraging us to like jump on people and spit on people you know <laughs> <clears throat> Is there like oh. a geographic area that is uh, the splash zone that you have to adhere to? Oh, no. <laughs> That's not that I'm aware of. Jamming. I mean, we no. did get yelled at once for getting beer all over like the monitors. Yeah. So, so I guess we but... have to be kind of aware of that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like the, the Beastie Boys, people love them and they love them for their raucous behavior. And I, right. I feel like that's just the way it's got to be you know? yeah i agree <laughs> totally agree with you though one oh, yeah. time i played in oakland and i slipped in beer and i like fell oh yeah and it was yeah. so painful so there's there landed right hazards. on your butt right yeah like right on my like tailbone <laughs> like right in the beginning too like a yeah and i was like i feel like i feel like such a fool trying <laughs> to enact these young boys <laughs> Occupational hazard. You guys just need to figure out a way to send the bill to Russell Simmons every time he breaks. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Now i I wanted to. Uh, I also had in my notes for this show. I wanted to discuss the concept of uh, gimmick cover bands or gimmick tribute bands. I don't. I don't consider. Uh, gender swapping a gimmick but there there are a few that i've found who are oh are you are you guys familiar with max sabbath oh yeah 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 <laughs> i would love to play yeah i would love to play with max sabbath that would be amazing <laughs> i've actually never seen them have have sonia or, or has anyone seen them no. no, they play I, I like in Sacramento show. like twice a year. Oh, I was gonna say, I think really? I think I might yeah. be able to get you guys in touch with Max Abbott if you really. Want. Yeah. <laughs> we should definitely got be the coordinating. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so Max Sabbath was the one that immediately came to mind of a of a tribute band that is also doing something funny. But they they tour with Oakley Doakley, which is like a. Ned oh, Flanders, Flanders themed like metal band. Whoa! Whoa! I believe stupid this sexy is Flanders. Stupid sexy Flanders. It feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> but the, another another gimmick tribute band that I had heard of and had never bothered to listen to because it sounded terrible until today was Dread Zeppelin, which is oh. a reggae Led Zeppelin no, tribute yeah. band. Yikes. It sounds, <laughs> Yikes. It sounds yeah, <laughs> right? I'm like, no thanks. But here's I, I'm what- I'm very curious. Well, here's what I found out when I just Googled the name to find out more about the band that I'd heard so much about. They are fronted by an Elvis impersonator. No. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's reggae covers right of Led Zeppelin, but with a guy dressed as Elvis singing Led Zeppelin songs like Elvis. Wow. Yeah. So they don't even 
they don't even respect the craft. It's yeah, like, no, they're, it's, <laughs> they're doing a whole other thing. It. Yeah. Yeah. And then the one that I just learned about today is GABA, which is an ABBA cover band, but they <gasps> cover all of the ABBA songs. Ramon style. As Ramones. <laughs> Really? I had that idea five that's... years ago. Really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love it. I think that sounds awesome. Yeah. Now, uh, okay, let's real quick Beastie Boys uh, related question. What do you think is the most slept on Beastie Boys song? Oh, oh man. You mean like which what do you mean like one like that, one that you have heard where you're like why is this one not one that people talk about this one yeah. seems like huh when i think about the beastie boy song I, everyone knows like fight for your right rhyming and stealing you know what i'm just yeah of their most, i would i don't know so i feel like sonia would have to answer this yeah i'm trying to think i feel like because I feel like everybody knows everything off of License to Ill, you know, like I feel right. like those are always our hits, like every mm -hmm. song we do from that album, like everybody just knows all the lyrics, like, you know, automatically. Yeah. But I feel like Paul's Boutique and Check Your Head are kind of like, maybe not as well known to most people. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's just like these dudes are making music for like 30 years or something. And most of it is like pretty good, you know, like... It, they have their eras so it's like oh you have your like DJ hurricane era and then you have your like mix master mike era and then you have your like punk era and like they're all so different and weird and good and then you have like the era of videos like i feel like they they just uploaded more videos within the past two years of beastie boys music videos that like i hadn't seen before and i was like what <laughs> it's just it's like it doesn't end yeah, they have a lot. I mean, off yeah. the top of my head, I think on Paul's Boutique, I really love High Plains Drifter. That's like one that I've been yeah. wanting to. Yeah. Like, I'm like, we got to do that one, but it's kind of hard to pull off with a band just because it's, there's like weird sample. I don't know. Anything on Paul's Boutique is really hard to pull off because of all the samples. So, and we prefer to do it with a band rather than like a track, a backing right. track. So, um, but that's one I've wanted to do for a really, really long time. Um, You've also wanted to do Root Down yeah just because it just that one seems easy to do as a band i just you know like i mean it's a good song but it's also like oh we could actually do that we could actually pull this one off like with yeah the band so that's the reason i'm like we should do that one yeah um hey ladies is a very a highly requested one that we haven't done yet <laughs> but we've been meaning to yeah uh no one's ever requested it once but it's a song that we do um play, <laughs> <I think> <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> which is the best kind of entertainment tribute band it's uh, like yeah, yeah that's song that you don't want yeah we play it <laughs> well okay there's actually a few songs that i'm sure people don't want that we do play. <laughs> yeah, it's true um but you know for me like eggman i know i've never heard anyone be like play you know what about eggman but we play that one and i think that's almost like our, one of our best songs does it yeah, the Eggman is a great song. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. and it leads into High Plains Drifter. Yeah, yeah, oh. that's true. Yeah, but just like thinking about the that drum eventually. intro, I, and I've seen on your Instagram you do Heart Attack Man. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah, that was the one that I was speaking of. That also. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
but they but get it. God, I just remember like as a kid hearing Brass Monkey on the radio yeah. and like seeing the Hello Nasty CD at the record store. And I was like, God, these guys are fucking annoying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what a bunch of like annoying ass nerds, you know? Fast <laughs> like, forward 20 years and now it's yeah. <laughs> And now I have like some like weird spiritual connection with Adam Yock because I'm like, I must be him. I must feel him. <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't wanna I don't wanna tattle, but like you're you're talking about them like they're the most annoying dudes in the world but you used to have a ween tattoo ah, <laughs> you did yeah i didn't know yeah. this about you i mean did I you get it laser removed what happened no i technically still have it it's just under some other thing <laughs> <laughs> that was when i turned 18 i was just like i love weed <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you think it's cute. Yeah, yeah. it's adorable. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it definitely, um, I, I wanted it kind of small on the inside, like near the inside of my elbow. Like, what is that? Anyway. But so like, I was 18, super excited. And I went to this tattoo artist in like, in Oregon. And he's like, no, I'm not going to put it there. I'm going to put it on the outside of your arm the top of your shoulder rather large and i was 18 and like had no agency and was just like okay mister and so i got this massive <laughs> massive <laughs> massive lean tattoo and um it was basically <laughs> like a flag you know for like any stoner <laughs> to come talk to me about ween like it's just like if you came up to me and talked to me about my tattoo you either like hadn't washed your hair in like two weeks you like had an aura (laughs) i i was not really trying to welcome you know those folks the ween um, discourse Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay so ween limp biscuit the beastie boys is too annoying (laughs) (laughs) This is what I'm taking away. Man, that song, though, like, if you re-listen to those lyrics, they are incredible. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry. It's just, there's so much drama and tension in Fred Durst's life. He's talking about his, like, romantic entanglements and just, like... He came into this world as a reject. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, bro, are you okay? Like... I, I mean, like, yeah, he's whiny and all, but like, he's that dude has some feelings, and that is definitely something that I think was very prominent um, in like, like '90s music. Yeah. Was just like, oh, so many feelings. It's it's as good a dramatic monologue as it is a song. <laughs> Would, are you go, able to? I'm going to go out for some sort of pub, uh, local theater and just do that as a <laughs> as a monologue. <laughs> I, I want to hear that right now, if you guys wouldn't mind, just, like just doing like an yeah, intro. Uh, hello, my uh, my name is Nathan. Ma- right, Nathan uh, I'm looking for it. I'm, I'm <laughs> for a cat on a hot tin roof, <laughs> and I will be reading from uh, Limp Biscuits. 
Nothing. Hey, Jane, looks like, are you vibrating with joy right now? <laughs> oh, no, you're typing. You're typing. I was typing, yeah. You're looking I thought up you were the just lyrics. giggling. <laughs> I came into this world as a reject. Look into these eyes, and then you'll see the size of the flames. <laughs> size of the... Dwelling on the past. Past. It's... It's burning up my brain. Hot. <laughs> Everyone that burns has to learn from the pain. Hey. I think about the day. Days. My girlie <laughs> ran away with my pay. When fellas came to play. Play? And now, <laughs> now she's stuck with my homies that she fucked. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just a sucker with a lump in my throat. Oh, it so sad. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I think I can it's get like, that part in hot it's cat so, and hot yeah. So vulnerable, you know. He's I mean like if that actually happened, like that is awful. That's like so sad and and for him to be like here I am standing with a lump in my throat, like I want to cry. I'm so, you know, like he's very verklempt, he's very vulnerable and he feels like Freaking shit. I think that there or is, is that a there's a certain interestingness to Limp Biscuit that I cannot just poo-poo away by being like, <laughs> oh well, it was the nineties. <laughs> like I hear a Limp Biscuit song and I'm like, it's dynamically interesting and <laughs> the guy <laughs> is <laughs> It's sick. It is sick. <laughs> I'm and, and like in the same vein, but unfortunate is like I like I think it was like two years ago got really excited about Kid Rock. My name is Kid, the song. <laughs> and like same genre. Point, I feel like it's the same year probably that those yeah those came out, right. That what came that, out? But... That song and the and Nipsey, bah, right? the bah. Oh yeah. But like two years ago, I was like riding my bike as fast as I possibly could, just being like, my name is Keith. <laughs> <laughs> and I like rode to band practice and was like, guys, can we cover Kid Rock? <laughs> <laughs> I think you remember this. Yeah. Remember that. So we were I like, yeah, you guys gave me like the like, most polite, just like, well. Like I don't even care. I just want to like you like like on a stage in front of people. All right, I guess it's just a karaoke dream that I have. To it is out. a very powerful introduction to the yell. My name is Kid Rock. Well, well, prior to that, it was like yeah, yeah. It was like like it gets you so stoked in in my opinion i get really excited when i when well, i hear this you do get to you do get to fulfill your rap rock dreams in that one song yes it's true yeah we throw waka kakas in a few different songs and that really my my memories of early kid rock are, are kind of bittersweet because i felt like I just learned who Joe C was, and then I had to say goodbye. Oh. <laughs> Wait, who's Joe C? 
Joe yeah, is the, little, the, the little, little guy, guy who 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 was his hype man. Oh. He had a mi- he had a mini oh. me. Yeah. Uh, that was like on stage with him. But they were always together for that first album. And then like shortly after the the cycle of that first album, he passed away and then Kid Rock's second album came out. And he's like, buy my album because you feel bad for me because my friend died. (laughs) How did he die? Was it like drugs or was it just like (laughs) he did? He did. (laughs) A lot I'm of drugs and oh, okay. Kid Rock it. shot him out of a cannon. <laughs> did you really though? No, I don't think so. Although he did okay. shoot him out of a giant slingshot at Homer Simpson on an episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> oh yeah, I've definitely seen that. Wait, okay, so he died after the first album. Okay, yeah. That's yeah, like he didn't. I don't think he had any parts in the songs. He just like would stand there. I think, he was a right? hype like a man. Hype... Yeah, yeah, the hype man, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was it was specifically because of Austin Powers too, when totally. Doctor Evil got mini me. <laughs> then Kid Rock yeah. wanted to get his own mini me. Yeah, Vern Vern Vernon Troyer also passed away. Yeah, died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only the good die young. Have you guys thought about getting tiny versions of yourselves? I have. I want to see tiny Billy Joel now. No. What if we got like children on stage that were our mini me's instead? Oh my god. Oh yeah, Nathan, we could use your children. Or are they large oh. now? They're all large. I think that oh. my children are like as tall as you. They're Boring. all almost. We can always school. still abuse the uh, big brothers and big sisters of America <laughs> or little brothers. <laughs> however, that works. <laughs> Exploit them for our <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For your own I, personal I gain. Like- yeah, I think there's children that are going to be at the show this weekend. Like I saw that on some of like the the flyers. It's just like babies don't have to wear a mask. And they can come to the show. Yeah, yeah. Bring your unmasked babies to the show. You guys, you, you should get uh, all the different DJs, but in baby forms. You could have like mini mastermind, DJ Hurricane. I love that idea. I love, I, mm, I love it like a big rick rubin or little big little rick rubin a, yeah baby with a fake he's beard. a big boy <laughs> oh boy somebody take him from me my arms are tired <laughs> mario caldetto jr jr well folks i hope this has been informative <laughs> This has been Cover Abandon, our <laughs> podcast about cover bands with special oh, guests, man. the Sheesty Boys. I'd like to thank them all for taking time out of their busy schedules to come on our podcast and just, <laughs> and just try and figure out what this podcast was supposed yeah. to be about. I, I have bad news. I don't think this is going to be the one that sticks. We might have to go back to the drawing board next week. I really, I really <laughs> like the, the script reading. Like anytime that Nathan, you pull out all your voices 
Oh, um, you know, we do a lot I of script it. readings. We also, we've done, last Christmas, we we wrote a screenplay called Scrooge 2077, a holiday mm-hmm. radio play, which was a sequel to A Christmas Carol that took place in a cyberpunk future where Scrooge's grandson lives. And oh, we also, love it. we did a, yeah. uh, we wrote a pilot for a TV show called Moon Row about a detective in a small seaside town who has a moon for a head. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't help him solve crimes. He just has a moon for a head, and also he solves crimes. I love this. Okay, well, uh, (laughs) if, (laughs) if folks want to find you, where can they find you, both in, in the internet and in the real world? Uh, well, mm-hmm. most of us are in Sacramento. <laughs> oh, I meant, I, yeah, no, I, I meant specifically promotion wise for the She's Divorce. Oh. Don't give your home address out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would think our Instagram is our most active thing. We don't really use anything else at the moment. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh. At She's Boys. And, um, Yeah. We, we playing have a on Saturday, we're playing in Sacramento at Starlet Room um, on the 29th. So if somebody wants to see that. Yeah. And just in general, since we're, we play with real bands now, you know, <laughs> not on Halloween also. So yeah. So yeah. Who knows? Follow at Sheasty Boys on Instagram. Go check them out. If you live in the West half of the United States. And uh, if you guys ever want to come to the Midwest, uh, we we're really big in Columbus, Ohio, for some reason. So <laughs> I was wondering where you guys were from. I was like, where are we're, they from? We're from Louisville, Kentucky, but oh. <laughs> the majority of our downloads are in Columbus, Ohio, for some reason. I don't know why. Someone <laughs> there is doing real street team word of mouth. Excellent. I mean, we, yeah. we definitely want to do... We'll go anywhere that they, they, you know, shake a couple hundred dollars out of. Yeah. People want us. They can have us pretty much. <laughs> All right. You heard it, folks. Book the Sheasty Boys. Bring yeah. them to your town. A couple thousand. Yeah. <laughs> That's 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 all that's also what we ask uh if you want to do a live yeah, podcast. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Ohio State University, uh you know it would be a fun show to have for for all of your students. Just these two old guys. They, yeah. These ones who yeah. don't know what they're doing and that's that's a, we'll that's figure what, it out. That's, that's quote, the bit is that they don't know what they're doing. I mean, that's a life lesson. Yeah. All right. Good night. Good night. Thanks for having us. (laughs) Nice to meet you. Yeah. Good to meet you, too. Bye. Bye. Bye.